Hey, Joel here. It's Dining Around, and this is kind of like the morning after the night before. I was out and about with some friends and colleagues. We ended up at the Cavalier, which is a fab restaurant here in San Francisco, if you're not from the Bay Area, with this back room area that's kind of like a gentleman's club in a way. It's turned into this, this area where people meet and greet, and they uh, meet up and do deals. And I thought it was so appropriate that we were enjoying something. Well, we were enjoying the company and the product of a company that has an extensive history when it comes to enjoying the company of others and sharing something delicious. We're joined now by Tom Walker. He's a mixologist. He's a gin aficionado, and uh, he's representing Boodle's Gin and Boodle's Mulberry Gin, which is a limited edition product. And he's uh, with me today. Tom, thanks for being a part of the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. What's happening? Well, tell us a little bit about this, uh, about Boodle's, because it is an historic company and historic mm -hmm. product and it's available here in the United States, but it's something that has such depth when it comes to British gin. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Boodle's Gin is, um, is an actual brand goes back to the, the first half of the 19th century. Um, it grew out of um, a very uh, a very affluent part of London called St. James's, um, which isn't too far away from Westminster um, and the Strand and Trafalgar Square, which is near where I used to work um, at the Savoy in London. So that'll probably give you an indication about the kind of, mm -hmm. you know, the kind of people that were affiliated with it in its early days. Um, and it, for a very, very long time, it was one of the big major players uh, within the gin world. You know, this, this was around the same time that Burroughs Gin was established, which is what we know as beef eater nowadays okay uh tanqueray which was in the 1830s as well so this is this is a time when when gin started to really clean up its act continuous distillation came into the uh, came into the fold um and it started to leave its 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 sleazy its sleazy reputation behind as a drink that was only really enjoyed by the poor and it ended up doing like a you know like a um uh, a full circle, if you like, and it was it was predominantly enjoyed by the aristocratic people um, of the UK um, in those in those early days when when gin started to become a lot more reputable. Well, and that's one of the things with some of these these products that seem to be uh, affiliated with the aristocracy. Mm -hmm. It comes from that climate of of business or family or or enjoying an afternoon and really doing deals yeah. and, and and getting that done. Yeah, I mean it, it, it was amazing because it. it those brands that were established in those early days when, when gin started to become a lot more reputable was, um, you know, it was a classic entrepreneurial ship. You know, people saw an opportunity with these brands and these gins and they were just like, hey, I want to be at the forefront of that. That's what I want to do. And Boodles were a classic example of that. Was it something that, uh, that at the time the product became better as far as the knowledge of how to distill or how to make a product that was solid, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'd like the, there were a lot of different ways to make it. There was a lot of um, crude variations of how flavors were interpreted into gin and, and not all of them, well, in fact, many of them were pretty bad for you. They were quite poisonous. Um, but I guess as, as, as with anything in, mm. in any sector of life, um, technology played a bit a, a big part in cleaning it up mm -hmm. and uh, making it a lot more accessible. There was a few other things as well, like you know there was there was a few laws that were passed to to, to limit um, who could who could distill it, who could make it, who couldn't, and who could buy it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I guess I guess uh, probably you know those laws in in those early days from probably 1751 onwards. Um, 
the the British the British bureaucracy actually did some good in um, <laughs> curtailing you know that specific part of the gin industry. Well, I mean, the reality is there was that element of product that, as there is or has been in the United States, that could be harmful. So if you don't know what you're right. doing, you could probably really harm somebody. But if you do, hey, what a fab product! Now right. you mentioned the Savoy, and uh, that's where the American bars are. Not. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So right now, I mean, I've seen articles, I've seen listings and postings. There really is. Uh, it really is a focus of cocktail culture, is it not, in the UK? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've, we've seen repeatedly uh, throughout the media, in the mainstream media, which is great, about how gin's making a comeback. Gin is, uh, you know, it, it's making this it's making this big move, there's this, this big gin wave. Gin has apparently been coming back for about 15 <laughs> to 20 years. I think I think we can, we can safely it's say that, 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 gin, <laughs> that gin is back. One of the biggest things and one of the most important things to... to acknowledged though is that for the first time in its history um, the gin industry I think in the UK alone will will breach the one billion pound wow um, barrier now that now that's a big thing so you know whether you talk about market share or the introduction of new distilleries and new brands contract distilling whatever it is you want to call it um, you know it, it's still got a long way to go in terms of like making a dent in vodka or at least like you know turning those vodka drinkers into gin drinkers but um, yeah, but with a with a mixologist and a proper team and and a client base that's interested, I right. think that this is part of it. Last night we had a Boodles, um, uh, sorry, uh, vod- sorry, a Boodles and tonic, a right. gin and tonic, yeah. and it was refreshing and light right. and delicious and. I could taste the boodles in it. Like I right. understood what was different and what was unique about that product, and I thought that was really exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's and great. I'm, I mean, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to profess to to having one of these. I think everyone has a eureka moment with with gin. You know, mm-hmm. something something just falls into place, or they get given like a specific context or perspective where they're like, "Hey, I've never seen gin in this light before. I've never tried it in this way. I've never, you know." Um, I've never really thought about it in, in this way, and I, I remember I remember having that with a with a gin brand, um, probably about six six months into my bartending career, and I'm hoping the Boodles Boodles can do that for a lot of people, both in the UK and the US as well. There's a um, there's another flavor that we we were able to taste, another expression, and this mm-hmm. is the mulberry. Right. Where does mulberry? Where does this tradition of mulberry, or or is there a tradition of mulberry when it comes to gin and Boodles? Um, I'm, I mean, yes, to a certain extent, but bear in mind that this is the first time. That this has ever happened, okay. Um, specifically in the U.S., so this is this is like a, a nationwide exclusive, um, and as well as that, it's it's almost like a law unto itself. You can you can pick up um, slow gin, you know, in in most off licenses, liquor stores, you know, those kind of places, um, and there's nothing new about it, and that's and that's fine, that's totally fine. But I guess Boodles, instead of wanting to to toe the line, they wanted to do something a little bit different, so. Taking taking the idea of, of slow gin, or at least like the slow berries, where um, the usually are, um, are picked uh, towards the autumnal fall months, the winter months of the UK. I remember having very fond memories of one of my old bosses giving me a, a, a big plastic bag of them, and then I had to prick them a couple of times before I infused my own gin. Uh-huh. It's it's that it's that same kind of vibe. It's that same kind of culture. It's that same kind of idea, but it's just something a little different. It's just a it's just a standout. The mulberry, right? Exactly, right. exactly. Okay. And w- it's it's a little. It's it's fruity and it's delicious and right. it has it really has a holiday appeal to it in a right. way that 
uh, and perhaps it's the way the cocktails were made that we were consuming. Right. It, it felt as though it was something that we could share with others and really enjoy. Yeah, I mean, you can you can still apply it in the same way. Even even if it is something, it is something new um, that hasn't been done before. The idea about middle Mulberry's gin, uh, the the Boodles Mulberry gin, is that instead of instead of creating something wacky and esoteric, which mm-hmm. is what some gin brands can do, we're right. just trying to. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're just trying to make it roll a little. Smoother. But I think that this is interesting. You say that because with mixologists, for example, I found there was a period of time where things got weird, not <laughs> not terrible, but just really weird. And I'm yeah. like, that's okay. But can I just have something that I'm, I know I'm going to enjoy? And then you can make that, and I'll taste it later. Sure. Um, but with something like this, it would be a product that you can use within the creation of drinks right. as well. Right. Example. I mean, you know, with with Boodles Mulberry Gin, we don't we don't need to kind of look at it from from seventeen different angles. Mm-hmm. If we approach it in the same way that we do, like a normal gin, a slow gin, or even any any other spirit, we'll get the desired uh, results that we want. Um, mm-hmm. It's you know, it, it's quite punchy. Um, it's a it's about sixty proof, I believe. Um, and you know, every time you look at these these uh, pseudo liquor. Uh, uh, brands, you know, th- this slow gin or a Moodle, uh, Boodles Mulberry Gin, whatever it may be, you kind of look at it and you think, is it going to be too sweet? What about, you know, the, the sugar content? Uh, sugar content's really low, and because of the because of the mulberries themselves, it's actually quite acidic and quite earthy. Um, so you're going to get flavors which you're not really used to in specific cocktails, but I think that's a good thing because instead of getting flavor X and pairing it with flavor Y, for me, I think you want more of a juxtaposition. You want something where it's opposite because then you you you, you get a you you get a bigger bottle of flavor. And I think that this is the kind of thing, and because it's an American exclusive, you can get a bottle or two with some friends, right? And you can make cocktails, and you can have a nice time, and say, let's try this, and everybody can enjoy it. And right. I like the, the the sense of occasion that comes from from sharing a libation with friends. I mean, that's much so, the yeah. reality is, hey, let's hang out and, and have something delicious and maybe have some food later or go out to a club. Yeah. Tom, thank you so much for, for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This I, is amazing. I appreciate it. Uh, so Boodles is, uh, the, the one we talked about was Boodles Mulberry, but mm-hmm. there's also obviously Boodles Gin, which is right. the, the mainstay of the product right. line. And we can find that across the nation in, in fine liquor stores and retailers. Right. Um, and you can also find it at Boodles, uh, Boodles.com, I believe. B o o d l e s dot com. It's Boodles Gin, and uh, yeah, thank you. Thank Again. you so much for having me. All right, I'm Joel. I'm going to pop up information. I'll pop up the link on the Dining Around website as well. Thanks for joining me. You can follow me on Twitter, Dining Around, and Joel Riddell. More food, wine, and travel next time.